Welcome back to another episode of See, See Me After, After Class. I am Mr. L. I'm Miss <laughs> S. Question mark. Question mark. Yours had a question, so <laughs> I was giving a question. Ms. I wanted S. to match match energies. Tell me why teachers show movies when they're not supposed to show movies. Ooh, that, and then you like close the blinds a little bit, and every time a child walks out, you're like, close the door, close the door, close the door. <laughs> close the door, close the door. Hurry up, hurry, hurry up. up. Hurry up, And then another kid comes by. Miss, I heard you're showing a movie. Get out. Get out right now. <laughs> no, we're not. I, I'm showing where it's a documentary. Documentary. Okay, bye. Thanks. Get out right now. Get out right now. <laughs> Miss S, this podcast is for teachers. Uh-huh. I remember that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I'm going a little bit quicker here. This podcast is for teachers, has been, will be, forever, will be, until the end of time for teachers. Always. It leans more towards high school. Not question mark. Okay, strike that, reverse (laughs) Strike that, reverse it. It leans more towards middle and high school teachers. See if I slow down, I can say it. There you go. We will never forget about elementary school teachers, Miss S. Could never, will never, have not ever. This year, I'm still doing a lot of things. You know what? We are still doing a lot of things. You, I, me, they, them, everybody. Honestly, testing season. Oh, God. Don't say that. Why would you ruin this? No, we're not doing this. No, that's not going to happen. No, I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) Testing season. Hey, like it, love it, hate it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. It happens every year. And we are like literally, I think my exam is like two months away. And it sounds like a long time, but it's really not. It really goes by very quickly. Yeah. Amongst those, are we amongst? I'm sorry. The amongst, among those things, <laughs> there are a lot of things that we still do not do and aren't. Our disclaimer, Miss S., here we go. We are not bio. Oops. Oh, a puppy. He's, he's also ready yeah, to he's, say he's, what he's, we're he's, not. Yeah, he's ready to say what we're not. We are not bioinformatics specialists. Oh, my gosh. I don't even think I can spell that. <laughs> sir. I'm in the middle of something, sir. He also would like to say what he's not, but he's not doing That's a very okay. good job of that. <laughs> what else aren't we? We're also not <laughs> bread makers. Yeah, I, I got not. into it though. Hey, when COVID started, I tried it and then really solidified not my field. <laughs> we are also not radar and sonar experts. Ooh, uh, but I always thought I could be. How? Because you know when I grew up fishing and like you have the little like fish thing and I'd be like, oh, there they are, and it was like beep beep. What's beep. the little fish? Is that, that's okay. That's a, what else irrele- are we? It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. We are not also not those, which would be super cool, but we're also not vitamin makers. <gasps> I you love. you think they're really healthy? Do you think they're really healthy people? I, well, I mean, they would have to be. No? Yes? Maybe so? Possibly? I don't know. Hopefully. hopefully. We are none of those things. We are also not principals, administration, nurses, librarians, nurses, Custodial All the people staff in a building, yeah. Cafeteria staff, none of those people. We are teachers currently physically in the classroom teaching kids to the best of our ability. Speaking of Miss Us, today's okay. topic worksheets. Oh, love them. <laughs> have you, do you, will you give worksheets? I probably have some on the printer right now that I didn't grab. 
<laughs> There's some in the back of your car that are blank copies that you need to make copies <laughs> blank of. Blank copies, Jesse. I'm always ready. So obviously, we will be talking about maybe views on giving them. Okay. Whether they're effective or not, in our humble opinions. Okay. Effective, not effective. Miss says, I'm going to confirm and validate that all teachers have different perspectives on worksheets. Did you know that? I sure didn't. Thank you for that. <laughs> this episode will be a dichotomy. You like that? As a, as a I love word? that word. No, I love that word. When I looked it up, there were advantages and disadvantages in other teachers' opinions, including ours, of giving worksheets. Okay. And here we go. First, let's talk about the advantages, Ms. S., which, another disclaimer, I am for worksheets. Yeah, I am too. (sighs) Yes, I am too. Maybe there's like a little asterisk, but we can get to that of like execution of worksheets. But I am for And we will get there. First point that I saw was worksheets give the students an opportunity to work without teacher assistance. Question mark? Correct. Very student-led. So in math, particularly, I give a worksheet. And see, I think the, the clarification might lie in, I wouldn't give a worksheet with 25 problems on one page because that's a little bit much. Maybe nine, perhaps. Yeah, I agree with that. I wouldn't do that either they would be able to solve the problems independently. And this, it just depends on if it's on, if it's guided practice, if it's your direct teaching, if it's independent practice. What do you think about, let's do your subject first. What yeah, do you think? so, and I've, so I've taught two subjects. Currently in world history, for the last couple of years, I was in English. Um, an English worksheet can look like there's a passage, right? And then you've got some type of questions on it that they have to respond to. And with those, I try to make sure that like the passage isn't, if I'm using like a whole new stack of paper, the passage is probably too long, right? (laughs) And so that comes from like you kind of discerning, ooh, okay, like what is the goal? What are the questions I want? Because sometimes you can just grab a paragraph from the passage and then the Uh question that matches it, right? With world history, um, it can be a little different. Um, We we look at a lot of documents, a lot of primary sources. Yeah, primary sources. It's a lot of like, that document has, I mean, that handout has like seven primary sources. And it's like after each one is a quick little question of like, ooh, what do you think the author's point of view was? Or like, what would be the like the purpose of this document to be given to these people? And so um, I agree, right? Like I've never given a worksheet that in, in world history that had more than like seven documents. And in English was never more than like maybe seven or eight paragraphs because like, anything like past that is an exam. Yeah. Anything past that is an exam and they're not going to want to sit there and full heartedly like be involved in it. Well, I'm going to, now it's my turn to push back. We Ooh. do, however, want to practice the longevity of them having to read such a, such oh, a Oh yeah. Endurance story. is a thing that kids have to be taught. That's the word endurance. Miss S get out of my head. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, agree in that it just depends on how you're using the worksheet in math, how many problems there are in English history, and I'm sure in science as well, is the, the how long the paragraph and or story 
is or Correct. the primary document. Because yeah. I remember, and quickly, I remember in history, I also gave primary documents. I taught United States history, and it was like a passage from the Constitution or it was a passage from the Declaration of Independence mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So yes, Ms. S., do you think students, when giving worksheets, can have ownership of their work? I think that would be the goal, right? I think that that (laughs) comes from the culture of the classroom. Like, have you made it to where worksheets are like a punishment? Like, okay, y'all won't stop talking. Everyone's getting a worksheet. Everyone, yeah, yes. Yes. Or is it the norm of like, the teacher is going to be at the board and we're all going to learn together. And then she's going to have us do partner work. And then when the worksheet comes out, this is my time to do my independent work with my exit ticket on, right? Like, I think it really does depend on how have you executed or like the culture around worksheets, because I'm not even going to lie. My first year when I was out there just throwing darts <laughs> in the dark, if I pulled out a worksheet, the kids knew it was because they weren't being quote unquote good, right? Like I was annoyed uh, yes. or what frustrated or whatever it was. It's like, Oh, I don't want to hear you talking. Everyone's now got a worksheet. Right. And I can own that. That is like a terrible teacher move. And I have no shame in saying that was me my first year a few times because I was overwhelmed, drowning. You know, all you first-year teachers have failed to get those veteran teachers. You were garbage on fire. Garbage on fire. And I was like, yeah, this isn't for me. But yeah, I think that the goal would be that it's student ownership. And they know, ooh, when I'm given this this handout, the expectation is that I do X, Y, and Z to show exemplar mastery. And that's after having explained what your expectations are, period. Correct. (laughs) Giving worksheets, Ms. S. <clears throat> Under opportunities to work without the teacher. The student has opportunities to work without the teacher. I think when given, ooh, because you have a, what is it, take one? I like your take one table. Your take My one take table. one table. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's a preview of what will be taught. So the student, at least in math, in math, when, they, when I give them the, the handout or the worksheet or whatever you want to call it, it's a preview that can kind of scan it. And this is implied. Like, I don't specifically say, okay, look at the worksheet and look what we're going to mm-hmm. go over. You know, it's just kind of like, a, oh, hey, look, this is, these are the kinds of problems that I'm going to have to deal with. You look at these, all these numbers, letters, et cetera. It's kind of like algebra. And students might get a, a, a preview of what is going to be taught in the lesson. Question mark? Yeah, mine do that. Like, well, they'll pick up a handout as we go, as they enter, like you said. And some of those times, like, it's like four pages. Like, they're, is this, they can is be. Is this after intense. the take one table? No, the handout that they pick up is at the take one table. It's Oh, it's at the take one. All right. Okay. Because okay, it's okay. like a whole, I mean, they call them packets because they're high schoolers and everything's yes. dramatic to them. And so <laughs> they call them pa- Miss S's packets. But in reality, it's because I include a lot of graphics and a lot of things like maps and stuff like that that they need. And so in reality, it's really not that much, but it's just a lot of screenshots. And they, I've seen them, they skim through it and they're like, ooh, okay, at the end, I need to do this at the end of the ticket, this, this, this. Um, that can be something where I have heard, and I've seen some people that are against that because you're giving students access to the end material that they need yes. to master. And sometimes you have very high students and our students that just kind of don't stay with the class that will st- try to do that, it yes, at yes. some point in the in the lesson. Um, and that, again, that's your culture. Like you have to like explain expectations. You can't get mad at a student for doing something that they didn't know they couldn't do. Miss S, honestly. I mean. <laughs> principal, principal right now. Honestly, give me a school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miss S, still in advantages. Can worksheets, maybe, I don't know, gauge 
help the teacher gauge student performance? To an extent. Tell me. I think that if it is something where you've done the INM, right? You you intro the new material, you gave very clear guided practice on whatever that skill is. Yes. And then for a good 20 minutes, the kids are navigating through a worksheet that is like targeting that specific skill. The only way you're going to know if that's working is if you're actively monitoring throughout that, right? So you know where you need Wait, to be. Wait, say that again? You're what? Actively monitoring. I have seen... <laughs> You people give a handout, right? And then they sit down at the desk. <laughs> and I don't know if, hey, I could be wrong. Maybe that teacher has very specific exactly. powers that I've sure. never known of. But most of the time, nine times out of 10, you're going to miss the students who have misconceptions. And then you're allowing them to practice 10 more times with that misconception. Stop that it handout. because the next point is it allows you to see misconceptions. Miss oh my S. gosh. Yes. I'm the best. <laughs> In year of S. Part two, <laughs> seeing misconceptions, especially, especially in math, I have to be actively monitoring the student's steps and or manipulation of the equation or plugging in of the equation in order for me to see if, they, if the, they're doing it wrong or not. And exactly like you just said, actively monitoring helps the teacher see and help the student not do the problems wrong over and over and over again, because then yeah. they're going to learn the wrong way and it's going to be harder for you to fix it later on. So zero year teachers, please listen to, you can use, it is your classroom, use whatever it is you want in your classroom as guided practice, independent practice, whatever you want to call it, to help your students be successful in the objective for the day, et cetera. It just depends on how you use it. Is this? Yeah, I think if you're sitting here and you're like, okay, well, how do I monitor? Like there's 30 in a classroom. And like what I always do is, and my kids know, I, I live by a timer. Like I am a timer yes. god. Like I can't function without it. And so if I've got seven documents I need them to get through and I know, like I'm thinking specifically of one of my classes where it's a range of levels, right? From like yes. extremely low to like I they could teach the class what I do is like I chunk it for me. And so we make little brackets around like for these first two documents, you have five minutes in the next two documents because it's a little bit bigger. Maybe they get sick. It's chiming it and chunking it. And they know because of the culture built, like you're not allowed to move past. If you finish, you then need to look at your partner and be like, what do you need help with? Like, do you want yes. me to help you? And or can I check your annotation? Like something like that. So that way they're not sitting there bored. But they also are given a task while you are automatically like, I'm going to hit this table, this table, and this table. Because I already know, like, they're not going to get past the first two lines in five minutes. Your pathway in your classroom, per se, is intentional. It's not kind of randomized. It's you know where you need to go first to help your students. Correct. I mean, you can be the principal. I'll be something else. I won't be the okay, principal. Okay, yes, you'll be in the building. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in the building somewhere. Ms. S., speaking of, maybe perhaps giving a worksheet, handout, packet, whatever you want to call it, can help differentiate for special pops. And by this, I mean, again, in math, I can only give examples in math. This is my forte. Providing the equation, putting a graphic organizer with the steps, even listing the steps on the worksheet before you hand it out. So you hand out specific worksheets to specific students. That's because of the state mandated law, the laws 
following their accommodations and things their, like that. All yeah. of those, all of those things need to be done by law. So that giving a worksheet can help you do those things for those students to be successful. Yes. Correct. Question mark. Question yeah, mark. I do that too. I think that, that if that's not a practice that you're doing, I would highly suggest to keep your license that you do it. <laughs> <laughs> also, when handing out things, you can hopefully take them back and grade them and then display them. Oh, yeah. No, we have a bulletin board in the hallway. This is my first year having access to a board out in the hallway. Uh-huh. Uh, my okay. other campus okay. never uh-huh. had one. And so we did like a little quick 24-hour project, and I printed out some, and the kids were like – and they're granted, they're like 15, 16 years old, right? Like they're yeah, in high course. school. They are, up, they are too cool for school. <laughs> and I had posted some of them, and one of the kids was like, oh, what? I'm on the board. And like I'm on the board. totally reverted back to like being in a younger age, right? And it's cute. And it's something where – I told them I was going to change it out every two weeks, right? So then the next test, right? Like if you score this between this range and this range, right? Or the person with the most growth, you'll go on the board. So you give them goals where it's like, especially for your kids that you know academically struggle or school has several barriers up for them due to whatever yep. reasons and things like that. Giving them something in that class to work for gives you a buy-in with them, gives you like this kind of culture you're building. But yeah, no, I I love it. That's my first time having a bulletin board outside and we that, I'm obsessed with it. I love that, especially the little things. It's the little things. A little pink smiley face on their paper, it's gold to them. Oh, it, oh it, yeah. Like it's a little smiley face, a little I have the stamps. I bought them this year and I wanted to see if it worked. Zero your teachers, it works. And by it get works, I mean oh, yeah. it motivates them. It they get proud of their own work. They start bragging to <laughs> to the other kids about having done good work. I have an excellent and I have a great work. And it's a blue excellent and the great work is green. Yes, and if it's an improvement of a previous work they did and they did say they just put the answers on one paper a couple of days ago and then today they put the equation, they plugged it in and they boxed in the answer like I told them to, I put excellent. And then I show them, look, this is, and I show them, I sh- and then when I show the whole class, this is exemplar. If yours does not look like this, you're doing something wrong. They love it. They love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Especially Dot Cam. I'm like, you, everybody be like this person right here. This is exactly <laughs> what it should look like. Ms. S, finally, giving worksheets can be a repro- – oh, wow. I'm going to get whoa, my whoa, words. Whoa, whoa, I'm going to get my words. It. A review of a previous lesson. And by this, I mean we give the entry exit tickets – you can give some sort of homework as a good review. And we did an episode on homework. It's episode number, I don't know what episode it is, but it's an episode. It's called it's homework. It's there. It's there. It could be a good review or a bad review. And I think it's alluding to what Miss S said, stay out of my head and dreams, that you want to make sure the student is practicing the right way and not the wrong way. Because if they take the homework and are doing it the wrong way, it might be a little bit debilitating it's it's counterproductive you just totally undid the whole lesson yes and maybe possibly if you have a system already in place of where the students can keep their work either in a binder or you did it on a notebook or whatever kind of system you have or maybe a folder that they can reference that worksheet back later on as a, a resource to either study or to be reminded of what I don't know what how the how you do the equation or how you input the numbers yeah. for math. Yes, yes, and question. Study mark? guides. Yeah, study guides. All right, Miss S, here we go. 
Okay. Those were all advantages. Maybe. I don't know. In our humble opinions. In our opinions, yes. Disadvantages, Ms. S. You ready for this? Yes. <laughs> Worksheets do not provide different ways of learning? Question mark. And by this, I mean, I saw you breathe. Hold on. Okay. Kinesthetic learners. Drawers. Mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. worksheets provide something for those kids? Question mark. I mean, if you're looking for like a a black and white answer, I guess you could say no, right? Um, so you could argue that like maybe one of the questions is to draw an interpretation of like trench warfare or something like that, depending uh-huh. on what they're learning. Sure. On like that the, handout. On the handout, <laughs> right? Like it's not going to be on their like a 3D model type of thing. But Sure. If if I'm having to decide, no, it's very much like read and write, read and write, read and write. Very much yes. drill kill, you could say. And I I think that it's also look at the problem, solve it. Look at the problem, solve it. Look at the problem, solve it. But again, it's about the execution, which brings me to the next point. If you do it like Miss S had said before, and excuse me, if you give worksheets or handouts like Miss S before as some sort of punishment it will have a negative effect on students' interest in the learning. Because if, oh, you yeah. do, if you're using it as a punishment, I think students are going to be, well, working, doing my work as a punishment, so I don't want to do it. Question mark? That's exactly it. Yeah, your whole culture is like gone. Students who maybe would like have been successful in your class due to the content or now like, well, I don't want to go to this class, right? Like all we're going to do is worksheets. So they're just going to give this to us. We don't get to work in groups. We don't get to talk with each other. There's no projects. Like you aren't hitting the full spectrum of opportunities for your kids to do learning. Yep. You're just giving it in a very single way. And like, you could also argue, well, there's kids that love works. Correct. I I was a child that loved a worksheet. Occasionally, I loved them. Yes. Not yes. all of the time where I knew And you could also say, well, kids love structure. They sure do. But structure doesn't mean only worksheets. Like structure looks different. And like as a first year teacher, you might be thinking, ooh, but like quiet, right? Like that's structure. Ooh, but like they know I'm going to give them that. Yes, yes to all of those things. Like yes, students should be quiet when there is deep, intense learning. Yes, they should know how how to operate a worksheet and know that it's not punishment. However, your pedagogy and your classroom ownership should look like I don't have to just give a worksheet for students to be learning. Student learning can sometimes be loud and messy and intense. And like that is when they're learning the most. And you honestly, I'm still asking this question. Who are you? I wholeheartedly agree. There are times when quiet is not effective. There are times when when they're quiet, they're not learning anything. No. (laughs) Zero learning. I've always been of the mind a methodology of mine, in my humble opinion, I try to at least have two students together because I always say, if you have a question, ask your partner first. If that partner doesn't know, ask the person behind you. And then if that person doesn't know, ask me. So that they're they're all talking and talking is fine. And the teacher in the classroom owns the fact that you can hear all of the conversations. And if they become askew, you can be like, okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's stay on the task at hand. We can gossip later. Let's just work on this right now. You've got, and especially me and Miss S, timers, you've got 10 more minutes. After that 10 minutes, we're going to take a a brain break. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) And you can gossip about that. Oh, and then they've got something. They've got a goal to achieve. Yeah. Question mark? No, yeah. And I, again, um, it's just the way, yeah, you could argue it's not hitting all learners. Uh, I think that they are effective, but if this is a category we're looking at for a disadvantage, yeah, you're right. It's not, you're not going to reach all learners in the mode that they want to learn in 100% of the time when given a worksheet. There's also, in the disadvantages that I looked up, no abstract thinking, question mark, or creative learning, question mark, which I agree um, with. Yeah, I, agree, I, I agree see with. that. You really aren't, again, I'm thinking in my, the lens that I'm teaching in currently, yes, right? and most of the time it's too. like primary sources with a very clear question. Sometimes the question could be like, ooh, what, what would you do if this letter was given yes. to you on your doorstep, which... Again, because I mean, I teach 15 year olds. A lot of them are be like, oh, I'd be upset. Like, this isn't, but there is no creative. Like, they're not getting to stand up in front of the yes. classroom and then like act it out, right? Like, that would be creative. They're not getting to draw it out. That would be creative. It's very much like pen to paper. Tell me your response. Yes. And I think that just, ugh, it just goes back to the how you execute it. Because, like you said, there could be a space for them to draw something, there could be a space for at least in your class to to draw something. In my class, there could be a space there. Okay, now make your own problem. Use yeah. your own numbers, etc. And make your own plugins. Uh, use the same equation, do the same steps, but now you're going to plug in your own numbers, etc. Yeah. Also, in the disadvantages, second point, it can make a teacher too comfortable, question mark, I think so. I think that it can be an easy way out and you can disagree. I think that P- if Please do. If if 90% of your class is done on a worksheet, I I can lean in and say, "Uh, I would question like can we can you explain rationale? Can you tell me like at what point students are getting to like get up and move or talk to each other or Right. Right. I think the only time a class should be quiet from bell to bell is in exam day. Like they walk in and it's a different environment like you are different expectations because we're giving an exam um yeah i think that if 90 percent of your lesson is on a worksheet i would uh i would urge you to like have some introspective reflection going on of like what's the purpose i love that you say introspective reflection yeah what about and i quote just do this worksheet sit down and be quiet yeah, and that's the punishment. Right? Like, and I, I told you, I can own that. I've said that before. On a rough day when I was teaching middle school and I thought I was going to die, like this is what I would say. <laughs> some but, teachers, I'm sorry, some teachers no, have said a worksheet can't do what a teacher does. It sure doesn't. Unless this is Hogwarts and that thing's going to start talking, it's not doing what you're doing. I don't think it's, I don't think we're in that place, but excuse me. Yes, and. I agree with that statement. It's just the execution of said handout, packet, etc. You know what I had to learn, Miss S? I'm introspectively reflecting as we are doing this episode. Look at you. It is not the quantity of problems. It is the quality. And by this, I mean... Exactly. At the beginning of this episode, I said I would give a, a handout with nine problems. Each problem I would assign to a student and then they would have to do the problem in the st- and the steps and the equation and the plug-in on the board. Oh, they love when I do that too. I'll walk around quietly during a worksheet 
uh, well, it's projected on the board, and I just quietly place expo markers on like five desks, and they have no idea. And then the timer goes off, and I'm like, all right, if you have an expo, hold it in the air, and everyone holds it, all confused, like, uh, did I just get picked for Hunger Games? Like, what is this? <laughs> and then I'm like, awesome, you guys have two minutes to work with your group. You're answering this entire document on the on the board. Get on it. And they're like, what? And I'm like, time has started now. That's amazing. Oh, they and love if, it. They live for it. And then there's it, times where like, can we trade? And I'm like, no one's trading. That you've been chosen. Get up there. And it's like they laugh. You've been chosen yeah. as tribute. <laughs> they're laughing, and everyone's like, no, dude, annotate this way. No, no, put it this way. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And it's like a competition, and like they're yes. into it, and they want the expo marker the next time, so they know like, oh, if we're doing a worksheet, she might walk around and give an expo, and we have to do it in front of the class. Exactly. And the funniest thing is that the ones who you would think would not want it start like. Sir, can I do the next one? Sir, sir, just, get, okay, I want to do this one. No, yeah, it's, and it's, it's like beautiful. it becomes something where the worksheet is like playing into your favor as the teacher. So that was the teacher doing that, not the worksheet, but with no. assistance of a worksheet and or handout. Mm -hmm. Do you think or agree with that, with the next point, it says, it cannot accommodate a realistic timeline. And let me explain. Worksheets cannot do this. The, basically, the point was that it's hard to know the misconceptions until they happen. But, and that's what it said. And my thoughts is you plan for those misconceptions when you do your lesson plans. Yeah. And then I, mm, adjust accordingly. Question mark? No, I get it. I guess I understand that point. Um, my pushback would be. Please, please. Are you planning effectively or are you printing worksheets off of Google? Because that, just, on, on that yeah. day, exactly. On that day. Like, did you just find something where you were like, oh, no, I don't know what you're doing. Here you go, printing it. And then, yeah, then it becomes you don't know when the misconceptions are going to happen because you don't really know what is being taught. Yep. Um, which is not to like, I'm not trying to like, ooh, I make you feel bad. I've done that before. Like, as I'm telling everything it's I've said, I've done. Like, let's just <laughs> own that. I can own it. Everything I'm saying, I've done. There have been times, eight in the morning, I'm like, all right, y'all, here's your work. Have Miss, can you help? Zero idea of what, what I've done. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. So I say that because I get, I agree with that statement. And I think that that comes back from, if you're printing a worksheet out, you need to have your teacher annotated copy answer key there because then as you're doing it, you know your kids, right? Like you know your students and you know your class periods at this point. Yep. You'll know first period is really going to struggle with three through six. However, my third period is going to kill it, but I know that seven is really going to trip them up. I'm putting asterisks. So that way when you're timing and you know Ooh, we're in three through six, I'm going to model number three with them so they can then do these two by themselves effectively. Like you have to know what that worksheet is telling kids to do with answers on your own and know your kids. Because if you just give it out blindly, then yeah, you don't know what they're going to do. Zero years. That's little. Just listen to that exact thing. I Rewind mean, it and go back to that. <laughs> listen to it again. Listen to it four times, five times, because that's exactly what I would say. God, stop. <laughs> Miss S. Worksheets. I think that they are effective when used correctly. Absolutely. I agree. I do them all the time. Effectively. There, <laughs> there are, there were disadvantages and advantages to giving out worksheets, just like everything. It's just, again, how the teacher uses them in their classroom. For instance, advantages. It gives the students independent work. It you're able to gauge student performance if you actively monitor. 
And it can be a good study reference, a resource for them to go back to. Disadvantages, however, uh, you might want to throw in some sort of drawing, some sort of something like that. Hit all your learners. You know your yes. kids. Maybe If you have a class where everybody hates drawing, please do not require them to draw. Like Miss S said, another disadvantage, if 90% of your class is just a worksheet, eh, you might want to lesson plan. Let's, let's reflect. Yeah, let's, let's reflect. Let's re introspectively reflect. And also, it may or may not accommodate a realistic timeline. But then again, that's in the planning part. That's in the lesson part. But again, you're the teacher. If you're if you forgot because of life and you're planning a worksheet and for that happens. day and it's going to happen. Do it well. At least print the answer key when you print the worksheet. <laughs> print the answer key and look at it before any of your classes. Correct. <laughs> Miss S, I'm tired. Whew. I'm I'm tired too because <laughs> I'm thinking of what I need to do this week also. And I'm like, oof, worksheets. <laughs> Miss S, people, the people listening, and hopefully those people are teachers. If not, great. They could have taken it, leave it, love it or hated it. Yep. Honestly, they were still listening. And that's what we care about. We will see you guys next time on. See me after class. Goodbye, guys. Bye, everybody. Print those worksheets. <laughs>